Hello and welcome to Mana Class Podcast, where men come to become their best. My name is Eric Yusko, and today we'll be talking about judgment. It's a big, scary word, judgment, but it's one that I think is worth revisiting to have, uh, I guess, a more clear conversation around. So, judgment happens whether we choose to believe it or not. It, it, our subconscious minds. Um, force it to be on us, basically. So um, it stems from having the conditioned mind where your brain needs to understand in every situation what's safe, what's not safe. Um, Is this life-threatening? Is this something um, to bring about happiness, sadness, familiarity? You know, it goes back to being, you know, times in the caveman era where we just, you know, if you didn't have any judgment, then you wouldn't know walking up to a T-Rex and trying to make friends with them wasn't a great idea because you would just die instantly, obviously. So what the brain does is it actually serves as a mechanism, as like a survival mechanism for us. And so it constantly judges everything at all times in every single second of the day. And And it does so in a survival technique, but it also helps us sort of down select the important information that we want to experience in the day. And so what I mean by that is if you if you really think about it, take a second and think about where you're sitting, what you're actually experiencing. You may be driving in a car, you may be sitting in an office, you may be sitting in a family room, sitting in an airport, wherever that you are and try to take in in this in the next like 30 seconds try to take in as much information as possible what is it that you're smelling you know go through all the five senses what is it that you're smelling what is it that you're feeling you know tactically like what is it that you're to touch Um, what is it that you're seeing what is it that you're hearing right go through every single one of these senses and say you know how do how bright is it is the room that i'm in right now uh, how loud is it? Is it very loud or is it very soft? Am I wearing noise-canceling headphones so the only thing that I hear is Eric's voice right now? But if you were to go through and have all that energy coming in as you all the time, every second of the day, it beca- your brain just becomes overwhelming because it's trying to process, just like a computer, it's trying to process everything that's happening all around you at all times. And consequently, it's also trying to understand that judging piece what is safe, what is not safe, Um, is there anything to look out for, is there anything that I deem as familiar, is there anything that's on my mind that I need to bring attention to, and that's kind of where the ranicular activating system is. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't, but for those of you that have, then I'll just give a quick explanation. For those of you that haven't, what it does is it's basically a filtering mechanism. So again, wherever you're at, you have all this stimulus that's happening. I think somebody recorded it's like billions and billions of stimulus that happens throughout the entire day. That's marketing messages. Um, that is sounds that is being made. I mean, you, th- you even think the sounds that you're, you know, the, your breath and even your heart beating are sounds that are experienced that if you choose to listen to them, if you choose to put your area of focus on that, then you'll become more aware of it. But if you don't, then you'll just 
it just kind of gets filtered out. And so that's what the vernicular activating system does, is it helps to bring about the things that is upfront in mind so that you can just kind of forget to rest in, in, a, in a, I guess, in a clear way of saying it. And so, you know, it's a fascinating thing. The, the mind is a fascinating thing that does all this to A, protect us, but then B, also bring forth what it is that we're choosing to focus on. And so, you know, an example of that is if you're experiencing troubles in your relationship, you know, and you start to, to again, think consciously about this or subconsciously about this, that relationships bring about pain, what you'll do is you'll start noticing more relationships that bring about pain, more coworkers that are complaining about their spouse, more um, conversations that you hear in, in general public where people are complaining about the other person or how painful relationships have been. Um, that, is what you're, that is what you choose to focus on and your vernicular activating system will go out and find you everything you know, any situation or any conversation that resonates with that. It's kind of like the Ask Jeeves. When you ask your mind something, it will go find you that answer. The, the um, RAC is no different. And so all this is happening whether you are aware of it or not. And so in, in all this, this may be the first time that you're actually hearing about this, which is a lot to take in. It's very over, it can be very overwhelming. But for the time, you know, if, if you have heard of this before, it may bring about some calmness because again what you can do is you can either be choose to be the cause of what your thoughts are going to be about or you're going to be at the effect of your thoughts and many people they go through life just letting their thoughts kind of run rampant and when you do that then you end up doing things that you wish you wouldn't have done um, you easily go back and have regret because you wish you wouldn't have said something, you wish you would have thought about things differently. And a lot of times you can leave, you can start to live a life of unhappiness. And this is where a lot of people kind of fall into that trap because again, with all that information that's constantly bombarding you, constantly bombarding you, all the marketing messages, you know, you. Uh, you're overweight, that's why you need this pill. You're overweight, so you need this exercise equipment. Uh, you're overweight, so that's why you need my coaching services. Um, you you know, want make more money? I'll tell you how. Follow me and I'll show you how to make, you know, six figures in the next 60 days. Like all these things are, they throw something in your face where you're not good enough and this is where you need to, to buy and, and purchase something or uh, whatever that it is in order to get you to that level that you want to get to and so what that is uh, what that what's really happening is that it's pretty much saying you're not good enough if you do this you'll be good enough you're not good enough in this arena so do this and you'll be good enough magazines um, everything is is all geared around having that bias of not good enough syndrome and so you know this happens every single day all around us at all times and if you're not aware of it, then it will just seep into your unconscious into, well, I need to be better at time management. I need to be better at making money. I need to be a better father. I need to be this. I need to be that. And it's, you know, you, you, don't, you don't have to be those things. You can choose whether or not you want to be those things. And you can choose 
today to start becoming a better person. Um, but there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong externally that's happening. It's all starting within. It's all around all the judgment. So we get a little off topic, but let's let's go back to the judgment piece. So judgment happens at all times and in all places because of a survival mechanism as well as being able to kind of help filter out all the stimulus that happens in a day and brings you the information sort of like, um, you know, a CEO can't go through and, and have, you know, listen to uh, an hour long conversation on things he needs like the bullet points. Your brain does that automatically for you. Your brain is like the best kind of in a way virtual assistant because it brings you, you know, here, here are the bullet points. If you're looking for a red car, it will bring you all the red cars while you're driving on the road and it, and it will subcon and it will kind of filter out you won't give as much awareness to all the white cars or all the blue cars or all the green cars that are on the road um and so so that's a good thing if it's used properly it's not a good thing if it's not used properly and so again because the again people talk about a lot about this how media sells on the fear bias or the anger bias where it tries to trigger people's emotions in order to get a reaction. A reaction is going to be to watch the video, to listen to the news, to hate on the president or hate on the scenarios or the situations that are going on in any given stretch um, imaginable on the news. Oh my God, the stock market just, you know, it, it dropped. It's the, it's the biggest drop that we've had in, the, you know, this year. And so everybody gets tuned in. They're like, oh my God, like my money is at risk. They're like, what do I need to go do? And they, they, Oh my God, it's, it's too unstable. It's too unstable. We, we live in the worst of times. Well, that's not really true. I mean, it's true if it's true for you if that's what it is that you choose to believe. But there's also a lot of good in the world. There's a lot of caring. There's a lot of relationships. There's, I mean, we. I was telling my wife the other day, I feel like we're getting into the point of like a true melting pot where there's so much awareness around different you know different perspectives different um just everybody's differences everybody's um i'll say desires or what motivates them or you know how they feel there's so much awareness around that people call it the snowflake syndrome but at the end of the day if you can be open to that if you keep an open mind of what people's desires are and how something may be offensive you may not deem it as offensive but to somebody else it could be then you have you know again you can have appreciation for that or you can just choose to say oh they're you know they're stupid and i i hate them and blah blah blah. which okay how how is that really helping you again that's that judgment piece you can judge you know you can judge hastily or you can judge in a level of understanding and so what I really want to get to is judgment happens it's how quickly do you judge do you judge on you know your, your mind again here's another statistic in like the first one or two seconds you can you'll automatically judge a person whether or not you like them don't like them um, in a little bit about them based on how they dress how they carry themselves what the words you know the first opening line their handshake all these things people automatically judge and the challenge is to say okay that's the initial judgment that is the subconscious mind okay got it now i'm going to be open and i'm going to gather more data and judge correctly 
not judge prematurely of, okay, well, he, he wore a red shirt and I don't like red shirts, so obviously this, this is a bad guy. It's, okay, well, he chose to wear a red shirt. I wouldn't have chose to wear a red shirt, but he chose to wear a red shirt. Let's hear what he has to say. Let's get to know him a little bit. Like, let's seek to understand instead of seeking to respond. And so where that goes is being able to, I'll say, judge more accurately the situation. So not judging prematurely of just, okay, initially they, they give a handshake. I think they're they're a criminal. I think they're, you know, if, if they have tattoos and they're a criminal. Well, that's a premature judgment. There's There are tons of data points there are tons of people out there that have tattoos that aren't criminals and there are a ton of people who don't have tattoos that are criminals so you, you one doesn't represent the other that's just a premature judgment not an accurate judgment um, and so you know that there's a lot of power to be had in there and there's also a lot of connection and love that can come out of all of that think of how many times i've heard i've heard this countless times where a guy and a girl go to meet and they're like oh i hated him the first time i met him and you know he he had a stupid haircut or he says something stupid or whatever else and then they end up getting married because what happened they were just they had the same circle of friends so they got to know each other those barriers comes down and instead of the initial judgment of he's stupid it was okay well maybe he was just awkward and didn't really know what to say and he was trying to impress me because he really liked me but I never really gave him that chance in that first meeting and it wasn't until over time that you got to know the other person right so that judgment of shifted from premature judgment to more of an accurate judgment of that person's character and wouldn't you know what they you know are happily married for 25 years and and always tell that story every party that they go to well that never would have happened if they judged person on the very first meeting and they said oh he you know that girl said oh he's an idiot and and just walked away well then that never would have happened right that that marriage that relationship maybe their kids all that stuff never would have ever happened if they didn't give each other a second chance a third chance, a, a chance of understanding who they are as an individual, not just what they wore that day or what the first thing that they said. And so there's, there's a lot of opportunity to be had when you just get out of your own way and start to get to know people on a deeper level. And so a little bit of, you know, this podcast, I wanted to, to come about because I was having some conversations with different friends and with the shootings that happened in El Paso and the shootings that happened up in Dayton, it really resonated and it really triggered, you know, it triggers a lot of people and it triggers tons of different emotions depending on who you talk to. Could be fear, could be anger, could be uh, sadness, could be, you know, I, there's, there's so many different emotions. And what's so funny, it's not funny, what's very interesting or curious to me is after all these events that happen, they go back and they basically scan through the shooter or the person who, who commits the crime of, you know, of, of killing, of, of causing distress. And what they find is actually there were some indicators there. Nobody ever listened. They chose not to listen. And so then it gets into, okay, if you would have known that information, if you would have chosen to understand that person maybe a little bit better, 
earlier, could you have changed that result in history? Taking that extra moment of maybe getting to know him and say and see that he's dealing with some pain in his life, some massive anger around a certain race or a certain gender or a certain population or a certain something. He just has tons of, of catabolic energy, tons of anger in something. In a simple conversation, you can diffuse so much in such a short amount of time. Think of the times in movies and in shows and in, you know, in, in real life where somebody is up on the top of a bridge or something where they are about to commit suicide and either a stranger comes up or a police officer or somebody in law enforcement goes up and they start talking to him and they're like, you know, what is this really about? And he's like, you know, I have nothing to live for. I have the, you know, he goes through his whole story. And in that moment, that person, whether it's a stranger, um, a police officer, somebody else, they get to know him, they listen to understand, and they say, well, how true really is that? I mean, it seems like you've got, you know, things going on in your life. You may have hard times, I'm not discounting that, but it seems like you've got a lot to go for. And it just, in that instance, can help people get out of their own way instead of being so focused on all the things that are bad, again, ranicular activating system, if you choose to focus on all that's bad, your mind will bring you all the stuff that's bad in life. Well, you messed up here, you cheated this person, you stole from them, you know, this person hates you because you're a jerk, and you and it just goes through all of these series of bad negative things that, after hearing that for so long, will trigger in a response of either I need to change something, so I either just need to take my life or I need to go out there and, and hurt the people that have, have caused me so much pain, victim mindset versus um, just you know dealing with, with, with what's going on. But it's through all of that where in an instance you can take somebody from a very toxic nuclear phase and shift them into a more empowering, a more... Um, a loving place. Getting to know them, take a little bit of time out of your day to really make that game shift in their life. And it's not even, you know, and, and this is the crazy thing because I had, again, other conversations with different friends where they said, well, you know, that's just like a waste of time. Well, it may seem like a waste of time to you. However, the time that you invest in somebody may be the biggest difference in the world. Again, go back to the scenario of if somebody were to talk to one of the shooters and understand what is it that's really driving them nuts about it and help them deal with it, whether it's helping them to, you know, to see a coach or to see a psychiatrist or to see a therapist or just to even be a friend for 30 seconds or, a, or two minutes. It may not seem like a lot. Those two minutes or five minutes that you spend talking to somebody may seem like a waste of time to you. But if it changes the course of history of them not committing the crime, them not killing certain people, then what you've done is you've actually, in those five minutes, you've saved a life. And how much of a time waste was that? People go to work every single day to save people's lives. It's not above anybody else to be able to just take a couple minutes and help people who are really struggling. 
people, every single person that you see and talk to are struggling with something. It may be something very shallow. It may be something very deep rooted, um, but everybody's dealing with something. And so that's where the appreciation, um, the respect piece podcast that, that I plan on doing um, in the future, because uh, this is going to be part of a, a three-step series where it's, you know, the judgment piece of it, you know, how quickly are we to judge? There's going to be a communication piece of it. Um, and then there's also going to be a respect piece of it as well. And this is all, again, motivated heavily within the shooters of in, just terrorism. I, I won't even say shooters because shooters are now the flavor of terrorism, but terrorism just keeps taking different shapes. Terrorism is the same thing that happens when somebody goes in and, and shoots somebody, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or a mass shooting. Is this, you know, terrorism is the same thing of flying planes into buildings. It is the same as cars, bombs, all this stuff is all just terrorism. And much like presidents before that had talked about not letting terrorism win and to take a stand against terrorism, I do feel like we as human beings need to take a stand. And it's not a stand of you know, trying to beat back and, and, and hurt the shooter before, because nobody really knows. I mean, every single case, after it happens, they go back and look at the person and go, well, they seemed okay, but maybe there's a little bit of stuff that doesn't match up. Okay, maybe he was a little angry. Okay, well, I guess I never really gave him the time to understand where he was coming from. Or I didn't realize that he was in that much pain. He never said it. Well, sure but not everybody's gonna tell you everything that's going on. Sometimes they will, if you just ask. I've had a lot of, a lot of conversations with a lot of people where they just, you know, intuition or a gut feel or, or whatever it is that you wanna talk about, something came up and I was like, God, they just, they just don't feel, like something about them just doesn't feel right. And I ask them, is everything okay? You, you don't seem quite right. Like what's, well, like, what's really going on? Oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. Are, are you sure? Because you don't seem as chipper as what you are. Well, no, not really. And then they go in and they divulge it. And, you know, again, what you'll find is people, people really do want to be heard. They shame themselves internally because they think that their problems aren't worth talking about. But who's to judge whether or not it is or isn't acceptable to talk about? Um, again, that's, that goes back to, you know, judgment again. You know, your brain, your brain constantly does it, but it doesn't always have to be that way. And so, you know, I really, if there's anything to get away from this is we, we as humans need to take a different stand against terrorism, against the hatred, the massive, you know, the premature judgment, all these different types of things were, you know, we, we don't want to live in the consequences of all this happening. And so I feel pretty pretty passionate about going and, and helping as many people as I can, whether that's just a simple conversation, whether that's, you know, getting them different help at, at different, you know, different people, different trades, different whatever that it is, um, but really feel passionate about being there and helping people to, I mean, that's, that's the whole reason why I started Mana Class is to help men become the best version of themselves. If you strip that away, 
what's not best about them? Well, it could be that they're suffering from, you know, lack of confidence, that they don't know how to talk to people, that they grew up in a family that they, they didn't really talk about a lot. And so they don't know how to effectively communicate, helping them get through those limiting beliefs about themselves so they can go out and communicate their message to the world. Could be relationship. It could be starting a business that is going to help transform even just one life. Could be one life, could be society. But everybody has a story to tell and everybody has greatness in them. Um, it just requires a different mindset in order to tap into it. And so, you know, within this whole piece of, of um, terrorism... You know, Albert Einstein said it best, we cannot solve problems with the same thinking that we used when we created them. And so all this stuff, all these problems that are arising in everybody's life, it requires a different mindset, a different thinking to help transform people, to get them into happiness, into a state of bliss, into joy, into, you know, whatever anabolic energy that they want to get back into. It's really getting a shift into that. And so the different way of thinking is don't, you know, prevent yourself from prematurely judging and allowing for a gaining of an understanding with humans, making that real bond connection. Um, and you'll be amazed. I'm amazed every single day. I can say personally, I'm, I'm blown away every day that I make a new connection with somebody on social media, uh, just walking down the street, talking to different people in the coffee shop, um, different gatherings that, that you know we get invited to, it's it's it always blows me away at the end of the day how amazing people really are, and how you know regardless of what is is portrayed in the news, there are bad scenarios that are still existing, but in the overall population again and, and this is probably my ranicular activating system bringing all of the positive things all of the you know the love the relationships the joys the happiness the laughter all those things that's what's being brought into me and and you know kind of portraying this portrait of, of how I see the world um, which brings me to another key point Dr. Joe Dispenza talks talks a lot about this that to change your personal reality, you must first change your personality. And so what that means is, again, if, you, you know, if you're in a spot where you don't want to be, well, then you need to change how it is that you're showing up. Again, right? We, we know all this stuff happens of um, your nuclear activating system. It will bring you everything that it is that you're choosing to focus on. So if you change the way that you look at things, the things around you change. We've heard that quote time and time again, but you know what does that really mean? Instead of going up to everybody and believing that they're a crook, they're out to get you, that they're an evil person, and you took a moment and said, maybe, you know, maybe th that next person that I meet could be become my best friend, could become somebody that can help, you know, me and my family in in whatever situation that you may be in. Could you could run into a person that could sell you your next house, that could teach you how to be better with money, to, could teach you how to love more, to love deeper. All these different things are just one possibility away. Every person is, 
has the potential to help grow everybody into, you know, a better version of themselves. And so it's, I believe it's time to try a different approach, an approach to seek resolution instead of pain and suffering. And so all I'd ask is to start talking to people about what's bothering them, to be open to what they have to say. You don't have to try to fix things. Let, you know, let people share what's really coming up for them and, you know, see if there are any ways to, to help them. But you don't have to fix people. People can fix themselves. And a lot of times, just relieving the pressure is, is enough. Just allowing somebody to tell you that they had a really bad day and how blessed they feel that you took a couple minutes out of your day to just ask them about that. And to just say, yeah, man, that you're right. Like That does really... I can see how you think that because that, that's a really tough spot. That's a tough situation. And sure, there's going to be certain people. I, I already know, I'm sure I'll get comments of, yeah, but there's people that will take advantage. Well, I'm sure that there are. And, and that's, that's part of it. So you can either be completely closed off from people thinking everyone is trying to cheat you, to steal from you, to take advantage of you. Or you can just... You know, I, how well is that working for you? How deep are relationships? How how much stress does that cause you? Knowing every time that you walk into an establishment, to a mall, to a restaurant, to wherever that it is, everyone is trying to take something from you. It's exhausting. It's exhausting to have all that friction inside of you, constantly judging everybody of like, don't get too close, don't say the right things, don't say the this, don't engage in them, just keep walking, don't do and it and it gets to the point where it's just exhausting at the end of the day exhausting and cold i'm i can say you know call it fortune call it luck i've talked to a lot of people in a lot of different cities a lot of countries around the world and sure there's there's people that are trying to scam and try to hustle and try to do what what they think needs to get done or you know needs for them but the majority of the people just are just like you are just like you and me where they're an individual working to provide for their family they're trying to become a better person they want to love more they want to be happier they want to find their true meaning of life they're that's that's who they are and when you realize and see that time and time again you start thinking how true is it that maybe some of the people that are hurting the most are causing the biggest destructions? And if they're causing the biggest destructions, maybe they need to just talk it out, figure out maybe what's coming up for them, what's really bothering them. Um, and so I think the sooner we can allow people to create the mold that they want for themselves and to talk and talk out in a judgment-free zone, um, a better way that we can help them. And I say judgment-free zone, so don't don't take that literally because it's, you know that there's always going to be judgment because the brain is working the way that it is, but that you just remain open. So maybe a judgment-open zone where your brain is working in the background trying to quantify and to kind of categorize everything, but you just, you keep listening to understand truly where that they're coming from. And so I think... I don't know. I think that's that's really kind of what I wanted to cover in, in the judgment piece of it and the judgment part of the con, uh, podcast because 
I do really think that there's a big need for us to change the way that we interact as humans. I think there's still a lot of judgment, um, premature judgment in the world. And I think that by taking that extra step of being open and trying to understand and to really like come from a place of seeking to understand as opposed to see you know listening to understand as opposed to listening to respond because you, you you're trying to make your point and, and you always know what's best I think is is causing closed offness I think phones you know I I think social I think you know the iPhones I think all the phones I think they're great I think it's a great way of enabling connection to people that you may not see on an everyday basis. I think it's also a way for additional stimulus to come into your brain, that your brain is constantly trying to filter and, and focus through like what stuff, is, you know, what stuff to kind of serve to you and say, this is something important to take a look at. Um, but I, I do think that as, as a society, as we grow, I think that there's opportunity to help people. I think, again, the internet has enabled so much more connection to people that I can, you know, as soon as I end this podcast, I can talk to somebody in Mexico about starting a business together, or I can, you know, talk to somebody in France about, you know, anything, you know, it, it really has opened up a way of connecting with people. And I guess, you know, help help people to become better versions of themselves because you can connect with people. You can get to know people from all over the world, different, you know, different backgrounds, different experiences, different limiting beliefs. And it's through the shattering, you know, watching one person shatter the belief that enables all of us to grow. And so, you know, just like, just like Roger Bannister in Breaking the Four Minute Mile, the next couple weeks after all of a sudden everybody's running four minute miles. But it wasn't until he broke through that limiting belief that then all of a sudden paved the way for other people. And so when you add the shattering of the belief to we can all be connected at all times and in all places, everybody's shattering limiting beliefs constantly. And so learning from them and being able to help them, you know, in their own limiting beliefs, I think is, is something that the world greatly needs so that we can start to turn down the faucet of... Um, terrorism and get more help and support and love back into the world of helping people to take care of the planet, helping people to take care of their loved ones, helping to take care of everything, take care of themselves, take care of just any and all things all around us. So um, I guess with that, that's that's where I'll wrap up is just pre, you know be aware of the fact of premature judging. You know, even if there's nothing that you take away from this podcast other than be aware of premature judging and and where, you know, listen just a second longer or just listen to understand a person just a little bit longer than the couple seconds that your brain wants to give them um, is going to be a big, you know, a big difference. You'll, you'll, and I'd be curious, so I ask you, that when and how you experience this differently to send me a note you know let me know like what you know what's coming up for you maybe it was a great experience for you maybe it was a a horrible experience and you want to tell me how stupid that was but um yeah i'll listen either way so 
with that, enjoy the rest of your day and stay tuned for part two and three of the podcast. So part two is going to be within communication, which is kind of expanding into kind of what we talked about, but a little deeper. And then part three is going to be around respect. Um, And that's all going to be focused around you can have an opinion of something and somebody can have a different opinion and you are both right in your own versions of yourself um, as opposed to saying that everything is abstract. Everything is either this or that. Uh, like a very binary thinking. So it kind of it'll bridge into like that shift from binary thinking to quantum thinking, which I've wrote uh, a couple articles on before, but we'll go more in depth on that. So uh, till next time, have a great rest of your day. Um, until then, just keep savoring the life.